Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So, Come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of The Greatest Machine. I'm your host, Darius Machaz, and I'm flying solo, baby. So yesterday, I had a really cool uh, experience. I actually got to teach a class of entrepreneurship, and, and the title of the class was How Investors think of your business. So a friend of mine, Athena Simpson, asked me to come speak at UT, uh, the um, Combs School of Business, and to come, she teaches a class on entrepreneurship, starting a business, uh, the mechanics of entrepreneurship. And so she asked me to come, um, I critiqued, uh, she had been raising money for a business that she was trying to buy, and, and she was introduced to me as a potential investor. And, um, you know, I just gave her some insights on how I thought about deals as an investor since I've started investing in deals a few years ago. And um, she said, you know, Darius, I really like to hear your entrepreneurial story. And um, I was like, oh, cool. Okay. And, and I said, well, how much time do I have? And she said, well, you have about an hour for the whole talk. And I was like, shit, man. Uh, my entrepreneur story is like a two hour story. And I started thinking, okay, well, how do I, how do I break this down into a more of like a synopsis of my history? And so I did this really interesting exercise and I encourage uh, um, other entrepreneurs or executives to maybe even do something like this. Um, because really what I want to talk about today is this idea of what is success and what is failure. And the reason I, I came up with this uh, topic for today is I, decided to, you know, I said, man, I should build a spreadsheet of every single business I've ever started and, and just kind of go through my history that way. I'll be able to get through it a lot faster for, for the students. Um, it won't take me an hour and a half of telling my entrepreneurial story. It'll take me 15 minutes. I won't be able to go into so much detail, but they will be able to actually see like a visual representation of it. So I'm pulling it up right here. 
as I do this uh, solo with you. And it was really interesting. So I started back in 1988. I'm going to run through it with you really fast. I started in 1988 was my first business was a fourth grade candy business that I started. My grandparents gave my brother and myself a one pound block of chocolate that they had. It was maybe a five pound block of chocolate. I can't remember. It was a big block thing of chocolate. And we broke it into these little pieces and we put it in Ziploc bags and went to our fourth grade class and sold it for a quarter a piece. We made a couple bucks. And I literally parlayed this into, at the time, about $20, selling literally like each piece of candy for a quarter. And we ended up turning into about 20 or 30 bucks, um, which is about 50 bucks in today's dollars. Um, so I put next to it though, so I had like year, column one, my age, the business, the investment, like how much did I invest? In this case, it was grandparents donated chocolate from their trip to Italy, um, how much revenue I got, the revenue adjusted in today's dollars, which is important if, you, if you're old enough where time inflation matters, um, just to kind of give a sense of, you know, what is that in today's dollars? How many employees? Me and my brother, there's two of us. And I wrote, did we exit? Yes or no. There, there wasn't. It was, we got shut down basically. So I learned a little something about what a regulated business is. Um, and what was the outcome? And I wrote success. And when I defined um, the outcome of success was whether or not the business was profitable. Um, now... I then wrote Darius feelings, success or not. And so the three options were success, failure, and neutral. And I said success. Um, even though we got shut down, it was business was wildly successful. We turned nothing into like 50 bucks. It was actually the first time I saw this happen, this ability to take nothing or and literally flip it into money, you know, um, which was a cool experience. I mean, my dad was an entrepreneur, so I grew up watching him be an entrepreneur. But it was the first time I was actually able to kind of control that myself. Um, but I went through and, and it was really an interesting exercise doing this. And I encourage all entrepreneurs to do it. In fact, the uh, Athena said, oh, man, I'm going to do this for myself because I had never really taken stock of my experience. I, I, I've kind of get, I know there's a story I'll tell and I'll go through that story, but I never like counted well, how, what, how many businesses have I started and how old was I and what did that timeline look like? And you know, when I adjust things for today's dollars, like how much money did it make or lose? And uh, how many employees were there? And was there an exit? And the, the most interesting part, which is what I want to talk about a little bit today, is this outcome, success, failure, or neutral. And something interesting emerged because when I used the, the metric of success being, did it make money or not? I actually had a lot more successes than if I used the metric of how I felt about it. So uh, all in all, I have, and I, I swear, I swear I'm not lying. I have started tw and or invested, bought 21 businesses in my life. I didn't realize it was so much. Now in my last business, the money source, we had, you know, we, we had bought five different companies, either started or fought, bought five different companies under our business umbrella. So that, that, that was, a you know, of the 21, that was one, two, three, six of them, excuse me. So six companies came under the umbrella of one of my companies. But there was a lot of businesses in there. And when, you know, some of them I invested a couple hundred bucks and made nothing. Some of them I invested a few thousand dollars and made millions of in revenue. But it was really interesting. All in all, uh, I have invested in my lifetime in all my businesses. There's been 21 businesses. There's actually 22. One I didn't count. And that's a story for another time. But 21 businesses that I have invested in a total of 46.272 million dollars between all my businesses 
that me and my partners invested in. Um, and the revenue adjusted for, for 2023 dollars was over $1.4 billion of those, these businesses have created uh, while I was either starting them or running them and as a CEO. Um, and so I thought that was, I was like, wow, I never, A, I never adjusted it for today's dollars. I, I always give a number lower than that just because I'm using yesterday's dollars. But I'll use an example of my first business. Um, it did, you know, a cumulative of about 25 million in revenue over seven years. But when you adjust that for today's dollars, that's actually close to 40 million bucks. And I did, what I did is I would pick the last year it was in business and use that dollar amount and for the different phases of the business. So, um, but yeah, it was kind of interesting to do that. Um, of that, now again, using the terms of success being profitable, being profitable versus not being profitable, I've had nine successes, seven failures, four neutrals, and two exits. Uh, so that was that was pretty interesting. Um, but the biggest thing that threw me off, and of the twenty-one businesses, by the way. Um, when you add that up, the nine plus four plus seven is only 20. I have my 21st business, which is my new business, Rise Growth Partners, and I put TBD on those. Um, but on my feelings was way different. And when you asked me my feelings, I didn't have seven failures. I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine failures. Nine businesses, some of which were technically a profitable success that I considered a failure. Um, and my successes dropped from nine to six. My neutrals increased from four to five. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life. From canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now, I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there tend to be a little bit of a negativity bias. And you're just like, Darius, you're being so hard on yourself. And the answer is I'm not because, you know, when I was teaching the class yesterday at UT, something came up, which was I realized that money, $1 profit, if you spend 10 years of your life doing something or three years of your life doing something, it does not feel like a win. So the biggest thing that felt like a loss to me as I went through this exercise was how much heartache, how much time and effort did I put into a business? to get a result that was lackluster, even if it was slightly profitable or, you know, mediocre profitability. Tip, tip, typically, if I had high profitability, I didn't feel the same way about it. Um, but for me, if I had mediocre or lackluster profitability and I put years of my time into something, that was a failure in my mind. Now, I'll use two examples. One was a business I started, which was a debt consolidation business um, in 2007. I spent about two years of my life, one full year hard, and then a and then a year where it was an annuity that kind of paid over time. So so one full year of my life where I poured tons of energy into this thing, right? Built website, did tons of performance marketing, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars doing marketing, was on the phone carrying a pipeline, selling, teaching a team how to sell it. The thing generated a couple hundred thousand dollars of revenue. It cost about a hundred thousand dollars. And so technically it was profitable, but once you, I, what, the reason I said it was a failure is I'm like, you're literally valuing my time at zero in order for that to be a success. So I think one way to think about your business when you start to think about your time is, well, how much is my time worth? Because I can go, I'll use the example of get a job and go do that job for the same amount of time. I could have spent a year working at a job and I would have made way more than a hundred thousand dollars back then. Right. And so that that for me was a failure because net net, I once you value factor the value of your time into something, you may be costing yourself a lot more than that revenue brought in. The second was last year I had started a mastermind that, on you know for all intents and purposes was fairly profitable, but again I spent almost three years of my life trying to get this thing off the ground and made some money out of it, but all in all it I. It, I couldn't scale it. It did. It, you know, again, I love the people that did the mastermind, but I couldn't figure out a way to scale it. And I ended up spending a bunch of time and 
although it made a dollar of profit, it made some profit. You know, in fact, in this case, it was like reasonably profitable. I consider that a failure because I spent a lot of time doing something that I inevitably shut down because it just, I couldn't figure out a way to scale it. So I do think that there's something important about how do you value your time and whether there's success and failure. Now, you might be like, Darius, what about all the lessons you learned? And I will say that there is a hidden value in that, in that maybe a bank account will not show it, but my wisdom now is that much stronger. When you go through these 21 businesses, I can tell you step-by-step everything I learned in every single one of those businesses. So maybe I'm being hard on myself and long-term you know, greedy would say, hey, there's lessons you're learning here that are getting you to the to the next step, which is telling you what's not working tells you one step of what might work because it eliminates one aspect and one variable. And as my coach, former coach, uh, Jeff Spencer says, action organizes. So again, it gives you data that you can then learn from so you can make an informed decision into the next step you take. And when I look at every business I've ever done where I've had a massive, massive successes and I've had a, a couple of them, um, that I would say, hey, these are really solid successes. There, that always ca- what came before it was learnings where I struggled sometimes for years, three, four years. Sometimes it was a hard struggle. Sometimes it was a mediocre struggle. Sometimes it was like a fairly, you know, re- run, was a like, not the the worst struggle. And then I hit that next success. So that could be the tuition that you're paying for your next success. So I just wanted to kind of throw those things out there because because it was a really interesting exercise. Um, and to go through it really kind of showed me, hmm, what do I consider a success? What do I consider a failure? Is the ticket of the, you know, or is the tuition worth the result, right? The diploma, or is the ticket price worth the ride? And those are some things I want, I think it's really important to consider as we look at pivoting, as we look at the opportunities that come in front of us, and as we look at what success truly is to us. So I thought I'd share with that. It was, it was an interesting learning um, haven't done solo in a while, so it's fun to get back here. I'm looking forward to doing a lot more solos uh, in the coming days and months. Uh, with that said, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Peace out. Love you. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award winning digital media empire, Yap Media 
and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.